<laughs> Morris, you a fucking neo-Nazi? No! Yeah. That's cancelled. Lock off. That? I wish I never knew that. Alright. So let's go. We're here with uh, Panis MD, Twitter fiend, Hip Hop Socks biggest me. fan. Um, <laughs> and we're getting into some um, some music hot takes and also just some uh, general culture hot takes, I think. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I was saying, Anti is a mid-album. I can't believe this. I can't believe this is happening. I just disagree so much. Why would you even say that? What are the good songs on Anti? <laughs> Okay, wait. I just need to check the track list real quick. See, if it was Anti. a good album, you wouldn't have to. No, because I just want to tell you, this was like her best album, off like up there with Unapologetic. It's not up there with Unapologetic. Do you just not Unapologetic. like Rihanna? No, of course I like Rihanna, but Kiss It Better is a sensational song. Second of all, Work is on there, which you know, like. It's just timeless. Such a good party song. Desperado is not that good of a song. I, th- I think Ooh, like I the whole first half of the album is pretty trash. It only gets good around like oh my Love God. on the Brain. Love on the Brain onwards is is pretty Love solid. Love on the Brain is amazing. <laughs> That's like the last three songs. Same <laughs> yeah. thing it's not really her song, so it's good. Anyway, like it's a t- It's just a, like a song. A cover where she doesn't add anything to it, you know. I think it goes with her voice well. She adds like a like a. But this is the thing on the whole album. Beautiful. Her vocals sound super like half-hearted. I feel no, like she's just like I freestyling, think... like riffing. The first four songs and the last four songs are really really quality. I mm. love Never Ending as well. It like it like makes me feel like I'm floating. Do you remember it? See, if you don't remember the album, you can't talk I'm about I'm listening it. to it now. Wait. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, song, this song's pretty good. Exactly. Love on, yeah, like I said, about, like, around is that... really amazing. Higher is my favourite, I think. Higher's yeah, got a super so cool sure. beat on it. Do you think Unapologetic is better? Or do you just Definitely. not like Rihanna? No, I do like Rihanna. I... You're trying to get me cancelled here. I'm, we're recording this. <laughs> I can't say I don't like Rihanna. And your pan is MD with the yeah, I'll tweet 300 or so followers. So I can't be saying Rihanna's bad. To the side. Because I feel like Blonde is the type of album where you want to listen to it back to front and you have to be in the right mood because all the songs are like... they. It feels like he's created like a really small package of sound and all the songs kind of link to each other yeah that's but what an like, album should be i think that's what a good album is good, but that's why i prefer channel orange is that i could i could pop on one of those songs as a standalone song like all of them and like enjoy it and yeah. put it in a playlist with like other artists and it will work really well mm. i think i like that about it i think but that was very intentional and yeah and yeah i feel like he Blonde was just, I feel like it might have been more refined, I'm not sure, but like because because there was so much anticipation for it, I'm sure he had to put a lot of thought into it. Like, mm. I didn't even listen to it when it came out. I was like, this guy made me wait for so long. Like, I don't even want to listen to it anymore. 
<laughs> I literally listened to it like three months after it came out. So do you even listen to albums then, or do you just put on your little playlist? Actually, first of all, <laughs> why are you saying like you're trying to embarrass me? I actually buy CDs and I play them on a CD player because wow. I'm different. I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like well, I like that because it forces me to listen to an entire album. And I feel like that's an experience that nobody really takes the time to have anymore because you don't, you haven't paid for it in a sense. Like you can just skip it. But like when I paid for a CD, I'm like, let me get my money's worth and True. see what's on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I get, when I buy records, it actually like changes the listening experience a lot. Like a lot of people don't get like why people buy records, why people buy CDs still, but like, yeah. like just the physical aspect and the like, I don't know, the like haptic feedback of like the record player. Yeah. It's quite sick. But yeah. I feel like CDs, CDs are underrated. That's my hot take, I guess. And it's not like, um, being a snob to like a music snob to like say like oh you should listen to cds like it actually makes a difference i think because you just have yeah, to listen true. to it i think when when somebody talks talks about records it automatically comes off more snobby snobbish yeah because they're more expensive they are and that's why i buy cds because it's really cheap mm-hmm. but um and also about CDs, is you have to have the whole album. But like when I, I listen to albums on Spotify now, I select which songs I want to save. Mm. And then like, so that's why the song Woo on Rihanna's album, I was like, I literally don't know what this song is because I didn't save it. And yeah, like, it's not a good song. CD, I would so, still know it. I mean, that's mm. what you, you think. Personally, I'm going to go listen back and decide. Oh, we were talking about Frank Ocean. One of my hot takes is that, um, I don't know whether you'll agree with this actually. Um, I think Blood Orange is an equal, like, caliber artist to Frank Ocean. Like, mm-hmm. he's equal standing in my head. I, I agree, to be honest. I just think that um, Frank Ocean is more of an easy listen. Yeah, true. Like, uh, I think Blood Orange is just way more alternative than Frank Ocean is, so obviously they're going to be less popular. Like, Yeah, I think Blood Orange does a lot of, like... Um, kind of like soundscape like mm. his his albums like are a patchwork of different like samples and yeah um, oh my god snippets. i love he I lo- really like, like a that. sample so well yeah yeah it's really one good one of my favorites is like on diagonal dream where it's like this this girl's talking and she's like in my life people always told me like to be, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. silent or be and quiet. i love how it and cuts I off <laughs> i love how he yeah. always cuts off like an interview snippet or something and yeah. includes them together to like make something new. It's like a, a collage, like a yeah. A it's like an experience. It's more than just like the songs. It's yeah. like a, I feel like it really takes you into his creative process and like why he made the song that he made. You know what I mean? Trust. Because like that example I gave with Dagenham Dream, like he's talking about his upbringing and then the girls doing the same, and it's like really interesting. Um, like it really matches. And it shows how those two experiences are like connected, like through the music. I think it's pretty cool. Lunch. Oh my god, and, really um, random. But Florence Welch's mum is like the president of King's College. Really? <laughs> I did not know that. What the hell? Yeah. Did she go to King's College? My friend, no, I don't think so. But she, she's so like um, very posh. 
yeah, she's very posh, but she's she's one of my favorite posh whiteies. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when the um, race war comes, I will choose to save her. No way. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hot take. People say like TikTok influences the music industry too much, but I feel like it's actually a it's a force for good more than it is a force for bad. Really, on the music industry. And let me state my case. So, <laughs> um, like, for example, people say, like, oh, people are manufacturing songs, like, just to go viral for TikTok. Um, for example, like, Cardi B's song, if it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. That song. And Drake, 2C Slide. 2C Slide, he yeah. made a dance that people were like, he's so marketing this for TikTok. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I think it's really cool because, um, like, really small artists or like with genres that aren't <laughs> that aren't already big they can go really really viral and get like loads of streams for that artist and like really put them on um so for example like Kali Uchi, she's not even like uh, a nobody in terms of the music industry but like her one song went really viral on tiktok and now she's like climbing the charts like well after her album has come out and it's oh, very much yeah. organic which song was it Telepathia. Yeah, I I was like randomly just looking at the um, top fifty. Like, Lattes. I think it was global top fifty, or maybe it was UK top fifty, and that was on there. And I was like, wow, do people are people's tastes improving? Um, yeah, but yeah, it's cool interesting it's just because of TikTok. I feel like Neuralink is going to be the thing that leaves me behind when people are like watching social media in their brain, and I'm going to be what? too scared. You know Neuralink, like the thing that, is that? Elon is working on. Oh Do you know God, about this? I hate that man. He's making like a, he's making it so that you can like control shit with your brain, and like have a what chip in your brain, point? literally. What's the point? This is my life hot take. People should stop making robots. <laughs> Why are humans so obsessed with recreating ourselves in metal? Like, what's the point? I feel like it's such a But it's not even metal anymore, it's code. That's how we're recreating ourselves. Yeah, I think I discussed this with you and Romana, like, in person. Mm. What are they doing? Like, what's the point? And you were like, oh, like, we can automate everything and, like, have more free time. And I'm just like, it's so no, stupid. No, I'm not pro. I'm, I'm scared of this shit. But I think that's the rationale behind it. Yeah, you, like, there's you know, enhanced efficiency and efficiency gains means more yeah. wealth. But in reality, I think what would happen is that a lot of the stuff that we don't want to do will get shifted down to the global south who won't have this technology. And like when people talk about new technology, I think they get they get sucked into the idea that it's going to change the world and the world yeah. is like the West. Trust. And it's, it's just like in reality, that would be horrible. It's just like going to accelerate. Where everyone even has a smartphone yet. And that's like just. Yeah. It's going to accelerate the experience of that 1% more and more and yeah. increase the division. Um, and they're going to go to Mars and we're all going to die. That's actually what's going to happen. That's genuinely going to happen in our lifetimes. Like billionaires are going to like dip. I think so. I think like climate change yeah. is going to get so mad that billionaires are just going to all get in a spaceship and dip from this place. He, Elon Musk is stupid. That's my hot take. I think he's a very, very stupid man. You think he's stupid? Yeah, I think he's stupid. I do. <laughs> I think he's so arrogant that it's 
it's led to him being stupid. And people say like, oh, he's like the brains behind his company, like as if he doesn't have hundreds of scientists also working for him. As yeah, I think he, all entrepreneurs are like that a bit. As if though. he's sitting down in his office, like writing equations every day, like <laughs> that's what he's doing. He's literally a multi-billionaire. Yeah. Like, I think he's really stupid. Remember when he tweeted about coronavirus being over by April? Do you remember when he, like... And as a biologist, I was like, you need to stick to your little cars and shut up about what you don't know about. <laughs> Do you remember when those, like, miners... Um, was it Cuba? Fuck, where was it? The, the, or Chile? They were, like, stuck underground. And then, they're, like... There was somebody... Yeah, somebody, like, devised a method to save them. And he got really mad at them because he wanted to do it first. And he started shitting on them, but then that guy actually managed to save the people. I This is why I hate him. This is why I prefer it. Oh my god, this is my hot take as well. Social media has, like, ruined artists so much. Because, like, back in the day, they would do a couple composed and curated interviews. Now they can just say whatever they want any time of day. And it's like, we don't, we don't want to hear that much from you. Like, please just stick to the music. <laughs> But like I don't like it. I think people do want to hear from them. I like don't. a lot. Okay, you don't because you have sound mind. But I think a lot of people want to know like what their favorite celebrity is thinking at any given moment, like all the time. And that's why all these paparazzi people always like bother them because yeah. they know no, the shit I understand will sound. The concept of celebrity gossip. Like, don't get me wrong. I like to hear it. Like, I want to know if Kylie Jenner is pregnant again. But like <laughs> the idea that. I want to hear all their thoughts and all their views about things. It's a bit much now. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's different to feel, to want to hear about the gossip. Like, oh, who are they dating? <laughs> Compared to like, oh, what do you think about um, the political situation in America right now? <laughs> it's it like, it's them. like, have you seen that interview where <laughs> they're trying to like, <laughs> ask Ja Rule what? what he thinks about 9-11. <laughs> no. <laughs> like where's Ja at a time like like um Dave Chappelle does like a little skit about it. It's really funny. Oh, I've never seen that. That's really <laughs> funny. But like when when interviewers specifically ask them about that kind of stuff, I feel like it becomes a bit it just always goes left, you know. And I don't wanna I don't it's annoying to have to verify an artist's politics before you listen to them. Like, that's the standard these days. Like, I can't yeah. it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I try and, like, ignore it. Like, you can't go too much either way, right? You can't, like, yeah. be too stubbornly protective over any of your artists. Yeah, because um, we don't know them at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, like, we don't know these people. Even though, Even though the threshold for, like, who you can be whilst being a rapper has like opened up a lot since like the 90s like you don't yeah. have to be like super macho you don't have to be like super um be like from some super like traditional struggle background you know i think there still is a bit of a threshold you, like you can't literally be some fucking like math teacher who is like okay, <laughs> i'm gonna be a rapper <laughs> who's gonna listen to that <laughs> What? what? <laughs> we had in school like this thing called maths raps in like primary school. And Wait, it make you freestyle about, about like maths. Yeah, like just to help you learn it. 
It was, is this your math teacher? He would like. No, no, it was like on on YouTube. Oh my god, if my math teacher did that, I don't even have like separate math teachers in primary school. If my school teacher did that, oh my god, what even? That was. <laughs> I feel like whenever people use hip hop as a medium to learn things. I had to write a rap in year 7 biology about the structure of a leaf and I think <laughs> I remember that shit that was my hot takes I don't know if it was 5 I think we did I over 5 it was all good, it was enjoyable um, yeah this was an interesting conversation man <laughs>